0: You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we are joined by founder and CEO of Iso International, a two-time guest on our show, international speaker, author, and spiritual life coach. Kaz has the largest organization in Japan certifying spiritual life coaches, and he's expanded this into the USA with his number one best-selling Amazon book, When One Door Closes. I've asked him to back here to join us today to chat with us about how we can find soul-level happiness with Zen. So Kaz-san, Sashiburi desu yo. Genki desu ka?
1: <laughs> so great to see you yeah your japanese is amazing
0: <laughs> yeah no i've I missed japan in fact actually uh a friend of mine another guy that guest that's been on our show two times maybe three times even jermaine griggs really amazing guy he like you and myself have has an online business and he's taking his wife and three kids and he's traveling with them around the world and they're going to come visit us in a week and then after he's coming to japan and i've He's made me miss Japan so much. I was so glad we had this interview just because I just, I love Japan. Like it's just, it's such a good country. So, um, anyway, it's not as good oh, as it great. would be. I haven't used it in years. Okay. Okay. Where in Japan are you based out of? I forget. Is it Tokyo? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah.
1: I'm originally from Yokohama, which is right outside uh, Tokyo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've been there. That's a oh. good
1: spot. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, you know the place.
0: That's right. And you're still at the base there now?
1: Uh, well, you know, I uh, my base is in California. I have home in California. Mm-hmm. And I spend about four to five months out of a year in uh, Japan. So when I go to Japan, I have a place, uh, I have a house uh, that I go uh, in Yokohama. But mm. I spend uh, more time in California.
0: Oh, got it. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, that's where we met originally, but I didn't know that right. that was more your home base. Got it. Got it. Got it. Can not
1: can't be the weather in California.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Life is good. Every day is a good day. There's yeah, sunshine. Exactly. And so. So can you, uh, for the people listening in, if they haven't heard the first interview, can you share a little bit about your background and how did you get into Zen? And not only uh, just Zen, but how did you get into running an international online business, helping thousands of people around the world? I mean, you didn't just wake up and, you know, your parents didn't push you into that, did they? Uh, No. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, my uh, dad was self-employed, but he didn't push me into anything. Uh,
0: I was uh, just a corporate
1: employee. I used to work for Sony. I was in TV division, I was a TV uh, product planner in Japan, and they transferred me to uh, New Jersey US headquarters, Sony Electronics back in 1995. And in my eight years working for Sony there, I ended up uh, working as the director for e-commerce. Uh, I was kind of a founding member uh, of the uh, Sony style effort, because you know, believe it or not, back in 90s, when we discussed uh, selling online, uh, to consumers you know at one point back in 90s it was taboo because sony was doing all the business to with you know circuit cities and mm-hmm. best buys mm-hmm. so to talk about selling online was at the time against the contract that we had with all the brick and mortar retailers mm. so we started the presenting the idea and it took us two years for the management to finally give us go-ahead. But when they give us go-ahead, you know, they gave us like, you know, $40 million. So, this, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was, you know, okay, it was worth the wait. <laughs> and the group of four uh, that started this idea of, you know, on a Sony e-commerce thing has grown to a group or organization of 100 employees in six months. So it was wow. a fun time. Yeah. Interview after interview. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And here's a really interesting story I'd like to show you. Uh, Our original idea was exactly everything that Apple did later. Really? Because Sony was in perfect position to do what Apple uh, did. You know, Sony has got the uh, content, Sony Pictures, you know, Sony Music.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And then Sony was best in, you know, creating their small players. Yep. So Sony had all the content and technology to be able to do everything that Apple did. So uh, we had this you know, project uh, called Media Avenue at the time. It's just a name that we came up with. The idea is to create the hub or uh, you know, um, website where uh, we you know, make all the music and movie downloadable uh, to this small device. But, you know, it's funny at the time, we uh, went from New Jersey all the way to the headquarter in Sony Pictures, you know, sat down with the Sony Picture president at the time and presented this idea. And what we heard is, okay, you guys are in electronics business, just focus on electronics. That's what we heard. Mm. So Sony had the technology and content at the time, but Sony didn't have the uh, culture to be able to, you know, start, you know, business in the way Apple did. And executives all, you know, went to the top of the organization by selling hardwares, hardwares, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily uh, selling any network devices. Yep, yep. So yep. it was too bad at the time, but because, but uh, because of that, and Sony was not started to be as fun place as you know it used to be for me. So when they said it was time for me to go back to Japan. I didn't want to go back to Japan. I still wanted to try my internet. So that's when I decided to uh, start my own business.
0: That's awesome. And what have been some of the biggest uh, problems that you've, or challenges you've faced in running your own online business?
1: Sure, the first challenge that I had was, I was the director for e-commerce at Sony. So all I had to do was knowing who to call, you know, to get the problem solved. Mm-hmm. Or talk to the marketing manager to, you know, create another campaign. But in my first year, I had to do everything on my own. So that was the first challenge. Right. And another, I would say the biggest challenge was I um, I was doing the uh, business consulting initially because, you know, my specialty was internet marketing. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I started to... Be more interested in life coaching stuff, partly because, you know, I may have shared this story, but I think it's worth sharing one more time. Uh, I had two clients. Both of them were generating like $2,000 sales at the time. And one person, he was a flower owner, and his sales has increased from $2,000 a month to $10,000 a month. Uh, in one year, and then three uh, after three or four years, his sales has gone to seventy or $80,000, big increase. Mm-hmm. Now, I shared the exact same thing to the other guy, uh, and his sales remained completely flat for the same time, you know, 34 years. Right. And I wondered, why, you know, what's happening? I'm sharing everything, the same thing. But what was different was, the, uh, you know, with the computer, you have an uh, operating system and applications.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And only when you have this solid operating system, then applications run smoothly on it. And I think our mind works the same way. Only when you have this solid mindset and mm. all the know-hows can be applied uh, properly. And that's exactly what was happening with that uh, case. Mm. So, you know, the flower shop guy loved the flower. He had fast passion in what he was doing. But the other guy was doing the business only because he wanted to make money. He didn't have you know, passion, and he had fear of failure. He had low self-image. The way he was doing business was a little bit unethical, you know, copying and paste some of the stuff from the competitors. So that wrong mindset, cannot run a business. That's when I realized, hmm, do I want to just stay as the internet marketing consultant or do I want to expand into life coaching? Because last thing I wanted to do, was when I have the knowing that, okay, this client has got this mindset issue. Mm-hmm. So even if i sharing all the know-how, he's not going to make it. When I know that, I don't want to you know do the consulting alone. I want to do the life coaching. Right. So I wanted to switch from life business consultant to life coaching. But at the time, I had 20,000 people reading my newsletter uh, for internet marketing tips. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to lose them because every time I talked about life coaching stuff with a little bit of a spiritual touch, Zen touch, you know, some people got offended, some people unsubscribed. So my mind had fear to make the switch to life coaching because Mm. I didn't want to lose the subscribers and customers. And... I couldn't make that decision for as long as two years. Then I had some interesting spiritual experiences. I felt like somebody nudged nudged me uh, from the other side. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it was a little bit of a spiritual experience, but I just had the knowing one day that I should just make the switch regardless. Then what uh, happened later on was my subscriber base has gone from 20,000 to 60,000. And my Mm. revenue that year quadrupled. Mm -hmm. So that's when I realized, you know, people say, when you do what you have passion for, you know, things will always work out. That's exactly what happened to me. And that's what exactly what what I have been telling my clients too. And I haven't seen a single failure
2: Mm. uh,
1: when my clients uh, has made a decision based on their soul.
2: Mm. I think
1: the best thing to do when you are at the crossroads is this is part of what i'm talking about in my book when my when one door closes when one door closes the best thing to do is close your eyes quiet your mind and listen to your heart because everybody is born with their life gps inside of them. Mm, 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 mm. so sorry. by oh i'm sorry go ahead.
0: No go 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 ahead. I'm i'm taking notes so Oh okay.
1: Please keep sure. going. Yeah, what i was going to say is the um So I am a believer that everybody uh, has got this path waiting for them to be happy, to be fulfilled. And, you know, whether you're a business owner or, you know, uh, employee, you always face challenges. And the best way to handle them is to not see them as troubles, not to think that you are unlucky or anything, but instead it is nothing but the guidance from the universe to kind of change lanes. Because when you are driving, when you start to see uh, all the uh, roadblocks, all you do is simply uh, change the lanes, switch lanes, right? Mm-hmm. And we can do the exact same thing in life.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And last thing you want to do in a case like that is to be in the victim mindset. Because when you're in the victim mindset, you cannot find the opening door.
0: Right, right. Yeah. You're so focused inwardly and on scarcity that's something that I think is a really important point are we're so humans are so powerful. I mean, we've, right. we've, I mean, we can, we almost can do anything and I say almost, yes. but really we, we've been able to do anything we wanted. We've put someone on the moon. We're sending a right. car to Mars right now, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's it's but my dog, as much as I love my dog, she'll only ever do the handful of things a dog can do. But as a human, right. you, you, you are outside that. I mean, we invented flight right now. We are talking from different countries in real time that like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that was, you know, that was a really expensive phone call to make. And 20, 25 years ago, you know, like go back enough. People thought it was crazy to be able to talk over such far distances, but we've been able to create that. So I, I think that that's, that's a really important point. So, for you, the biggest one of the biggest challenges was having the confidence in making the switch. What has been a big right. challenge since then? You made the switch, your sales quadrupled. Has it just mm. been sunshine and rainbows ever since?
1: You know, uh, what happened may look challenging to other people, but not to me, partly because I uh, developed this, you know, faith connection to myself. So, for mm. example, One time, I woke up in the morning, realized I lost $50,000 in the advertisement. It's just Mm -hmm. a mishandling. You know, long story short, Mm -hmm. I had two accounts in Google at the time and one to use Japanese yen, the other to use US dollar. And I put $15 instead of 15 yen. 15 ah, yen is It's like a big difference. Yeah, I know, stupid, silly mistake. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't uh, go back to the account like for two, three weeks when I reopened the account, I found that I lost $50,000. <gasps> that seemed like a big trouble, right? Yeah. It took me probably an hour, two hours to completely get that off my mind be able to focus and then come up with a plan to generate you know more income because I took that as a sign that I am able to earn $50,000 or more in a short period of time so I came up with a marketing plan long story short in 6 weeks I was able to generate $150,000 that's
0: amazing that's amazing so I'm going to ask a question right now because I know lots of people are listening that if they <laughs> lost $50,000 you said you were, it took you an hour or two. It would take them longer than an hour or two to calm their mind. So do you have any advice for someone who feels that they would take longer than a couple hours? Sure. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. The uh, one thing that I recommend is spend only uh, five to ten minutes of your time doing um, either Zen or meditation, whatever you prefer to call it, because... Uh, when you try to calm your mind uh, after something big happens, it's not very easy. However, when you quiet your mind every single day uh, and then something happens, it's uh, 10 times easier to take the situation well. Mm. It's like a you know mind training. Uh, right, like a muscle that you work. Exactly, exactly.
0: So how... Is there a, um, some people really complicate meditation, and that is there a, these five to ten minutes? What should people do? Should they stare at a candle? Should they just focus on the breath? Sure. On their, yeah, like how how would you recommend?
1: Sure, I uh, will show you a very simple way. By the way, if you like, you know, to kind of hear the uh, whole version, the guided meditation, you can go to kazisa.com and download the uh, free Zen kit. But I can uh, run the quick version here. Uh, this is what I learned when I went to. Uh, Fast, fasting and Zen retreat uh, 30, 30 some years ago. And all you do is the um, focus on breathing out, exhaling slowly. And once you breathe out, you don't forget to breathe in, so don't have to worry about it. But you know, just uh, do the uh, long steady uh, breathing. As you do that, uh, try to let go of any thoughts that pop up in your mind. And after you let go of your thoughts, You know, either the same thoughts or new thoughts pop up again. That's very normal. Again, you let that go. So you kind of play the uh, mental (laughs) (laughs) whack-a-mole. And what happened to me when I tried the first time uh, 30 some years ago is uh, when I did that 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day, you know, this retreat started the day with Zen. And on the third day or fourth day, I had this moment. When my mind was completely quiet, clear, but my consciousness was so clear, you know, I was like, you know, right there. That's when I realized, you know, Descartes was not right when he said, you think, therefore I am. I was not thinking, but I was there. Mm. So that's one quick way to do that. Perfect. Perfect. And if
0: it doesn't work,
1: you could do the open night meditation staring at the, uh, you know, flame candles
0: right okay okay so just some little tips there because some people again i think there's a lot of complication into it and some people think Uh you've got to do all this rigmarole and you know all this prep stuff and you got to wear meditation Uh clothes and you got to have the meditation music and you got to get the kids away and that Uh but it's you can do that anywhere right it sounds like exactly
1: exactly and um you can do anything you want but don't think there's anything you have to do because when you do that you're already thinking
0: Mm mm-hmm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: but one uh, little uh, more tip would be to keep your uh, posture straight
0: Mm. now why is that important
1: uh, because energy runs through your spine
0: Mm. got it so keep your posture straight so your energy flows well and you breathe and just calm down and and by doing that i guess part of the detachment that you gain from being able to clear your mind like that is then you're not reacting emotionally you're reacting with all the power of your thinking brain as opposed to being pulled in exactly when you are in that
1: moment when you have total connection with your inner self you will realize that you know everything that comes to you is nothing but information yeah so mm. the information that I lost $50,000, it's nothing but a piece of information. So therefore, my reaction is who am I and how do I react to that little piece of information that comes into my mind today?
2: Mm. So
1: mm. when you are in that mindset, you know, any information doesn't necessarily destroy your life or, mm-hmm. you know, the day,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: but instead be able to react to it smartly.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I think that's really powerful. And I think that's something a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs could benefit from because it's so depending on what phase of business they're at or their current situation, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of pressure, a lot of uh, tight deadlines, a lot Mm -hmm. of drive to shoot from the hip, you know, maybe pressures from family and friends. So to Mm -hmm. be able to take a step back and detach yourself emotionally can let you really look at things and see them as they are, not how you feel about them.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because yeah, when you're a business owner, when you're an entrepreneur, you know one skill uh, that you need to have is to be able to have emotional controls.
2: Mm, mm.
1: And Zen is a way to do that because emotions are generated when you think something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when you don't think, no emotions are generated.
2: Mm, mm.
1: So Zen is a way to you know uh, not think, and by doing this practice you can control emotions much better.
2: Mm, mm.
1: And I, a lot of people, you know, try to not, you know, uh, a lot of people think, you know, Zen, meditation is a time away from what they're doing, but this is a way to kind of, you know, get more done in a productive manner.
0: Mm, so you mean do it while you're doing other things?
1: Uh, I, well, I would say when you have the uh, control of your emotions, uh, then you can do things better. Also, when you have total focus on what you're doing, which you can attain by doing Zen on a regular basis, and then you can get more done. You can increase your productivity. Mm. So all that, you know, benefits are really practical benefits of Zen.
0: Mm. Mm. Like being able to hold your focus on something. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really important. There's actually a concept called deep work, which is being able to go long periods of time uh, with uninterrupted focus and how that allows you to get be so much more productive on the things right. that you're trying to accomplish especially in right. today's day and age like one of the things i just did in the last month is i shut all notifications off on of my phone from facebook and instagram and any of these things email all the not- mm-hmm. notifications are shut off the only two places i get notifications are family channels and my family and i you know it's that's that's some uh, one i want to be interrupted for and so right. I, but doing that alone it just felt like it gave me such peace of mind already people don't even realize it. And something I I think you, and I I, don't tell me how you feel, but Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to be careful, especially in today's day and age, because there's so many things and people that want to pull us into their plans and to their like Facebook, Facebook makes money by showing ads. So they want me to spend as much time on Facebook as possible. And so if I don't defend myself, if I don't realize that I could become a victim of that, Right. right. Of the, of their, of their plans. And now instead of my focus on mine, you know, it's on that. I think that's a, and and casinos do something similar. I read uh, with a family friend, I know Mm -hmm. we've known them over years. And I read this article about predatory gambling practices, casinos do how they buy lists of people who are, you know, who are and and try to encourage people to gamble more and more and slot machines, Ah. how they're designed to Mm -hmm. trigger like to trigger the bells and whistles of your mind, right? With neon lights and sights and sounds. And so there's a family friend who had gone, used to go to the casino very casually. But now whenever I see them, they're always playing slot machine games on their phone and stuff. And I Mm realized that that's, that's not a behavior. Like when I knew them 10 years ago, they would spend their free time reading books, doing Mm -hmm. puzzles. Do you know what I mean? Like, like doing things, building things. But right. now they're always and they're older, they're retirement age. They're always in their phone playing slot machine games. And I feel oh, like that's someone who's become a victim yeah. of someone else's predatory practices. And so yep. I think by like what you mentioned with meditation, being mm-hmm. able to do that, right? right, like clear your mind, like, hey, why mm-hmm. am I, you know, anyways, I just I think that's an important one to, to maintain control of your life. And the focus and right, direction. Right.
1: So, and to the point that you mentioned, you know, there are so many information, you know, and tricks going on. Uh, so what I always do is I have a rigorous routine to spend uh, sometimes, like you know, up to two hours doing my physical and mental routine, so that I completely prepare myself to begin the day. Then I start doing the you know email check on uh, Mm hmm. It's a way for me to build myself and protect myself
0: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
1: and mm-hmm. also make a conscious choice in my life and mm. in my business too.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so smart. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I don't feel I get the same out of my days if I don't exercise when I wake up. Something about that, the the discipline of the practice, the, the mm-hmm. time without worrying, the space yeah. between like that anxiety that you might get during the day or whatever, mm-hmm. the pressures of stuff. Just have some sort of right. space to do something to sweat. To I think that's so important. I think it's so important.
1: Right. So yeah. Otherwise, you uh, may uh, spend the whole day reacting to the situation.
0: Now, what if you're really busy? Like, do you have kids? Do you have a family? Is that something that you have to try to fit in around family life, or do you have clients that that bring that up? Like, how do you fit that in that time in amongst sure. the rest?
1: You know, uh, I have busy life, but still, you know, do this routine every single day. My uh, kids already, uh, my son, 21, my daughter, 17. Uh, mm. And then they live in Japan with my ex. Mm. So, you know, I uh, may be able to manage my time uh, the way I want. But even mm. when they were living with them, I still went through the same routine. Mm. And the uh, good thing is since my kids uh, grew up, watching me do that Mm -hmm. whenever they have some situation you know my son 21 my daughter 17 they do meditation too
2: Mm. because Mm.
1: they know that's the way to pull an answer from within Mm. so i'm so glad i was able to show you know how i solve the situation and now they're doing exact same thing and they say wow this stuff works
0: (laughs) 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 that must make you so proud
1: yeah. And good news that uh, they both want to be a life coach like me. So,
0: Aww.
1: yeah. So I guess uh, there'll be another
0: uh, competitor for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch out because they're tech savvy, right? That's, uh,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, um, we talked a bit about how to use Zen in our business life. We talked about your story and how you transitioned into that. Now are there, what are some of the other like obstacles? Cause we talked about, having passion and confidence and a positive self-image and detaching from situations so you can make objective control and having faith in yourself and that the universe or whatever you believe, you know, there'll there'll always be a next step. You know, there's never, except for death because we don't know what happens after in life. There's always a next step always happens. Even if it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, there'll always be something after there's always moss that grows after a train accident, you know, like that sort of thing always comes along. Are there Mm -hmm. other things that business owners should be focusing on?
1: I would say mindset, you know, the topic that I talked about, because when you have low self image, you know, you cannot, you know, uh, do much or when you have uh, fear of failure and then, you know, you cannot keep trying. So mindset is a big topic. Uh, but it's definitely worth, you know, taking a closer look, uh, so that when you have the right mindset, you know, you can, you know, focus on learning the know-hows and everything.
0: And how do you do that? How do you focus on your mindset? Is it just meditation on its own? Will give you the passion, like help you find your passion and give you the confidence and build your self image? Is there any other activities or exercises that people should do? Sure sure for this uh, Zen
1: uh, it's not the first thing you do. Uh, zen then is something you do that every single day regardless but uh, to know more about who you are and your mindset, uh, one thing that's best to do is the uh, when something happens or when something doesn't go well, uh, that's a good time for you to take a look at yourself, what mm-hmm. you did, what caused it, and there's always the uh, some button uh, that we all have, you know, that whether it's an upset button
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: or fear button. And when you identify that, there is always a reason. For example, one of my employees, uh, when something bad happens as a business owner, you need to know that immediately, right? Mm-hmm. And she had a little bit of tendency to hide that. Not to tell me that immediately, mm. because in her mind, failure means being yelled at. Mm. Because that's what happened when she was working for this large corporation when she was in Japan. And one mm-hmm. time she, uh, she She sent the uh, wrong size of Christmas cards to all these you know uh, other companies' presidents. And they were too small to send to the executive, something like that. So she made a big mistake big mistake and then when her boss found out about body he yelled at her in front of everybody like oh, crazy that's so terrible yeah it's so terrible now that has become trauma her trauma mm-hmm. and since she's you know held on to that trauma long enough when she started working for me i made it very clear you know i'm not gonna You know, you like mistakes. I'm not going to be even upset about mistakes because I make mistakes and you Mm -hmm. make mistakes. That's perfectly okay. I just want to know about it. Mm -hmm. But even by logically hearing that, you know, she couldn't change her mindset because of this, this past experience. So I said, okay, you know, for any behavior, there is a reason. And what do you think is the reason? Then she started telling me about it. Mm. So I asked you, okay, I understand that what's that happened, but it's not there anymore. You don't work for him anymore. You shouldn't be bound by that fear anymore. And then that conversation, even uh, she started, you know, crying a little bit. And then was, you know, sometimes when you cry with the water. Your emotions go out of your body system. It's gone.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Since then, her behavior changed quickly. So I'm doing a life coaching my, to my employees too, and that works great.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to because, I mean, it's a team, right? Like, yeah, everybody's yeah. got to be taken care of. I love that. Somebody once told me years ago, uh, emotion, energy and motion. That's right. emotion. So when you yeah. cry, you're pushing mm-hmm. it out. And I think that's Definitely. a really. Yeah. 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 So that's okay, good. So just reflecting on things and assessing them.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely.
0: Mm, mm. Now, what would you recommend anyone who's maybe struggling right now? Like, okay, this sounds really simple and easy, and we may have already gone over some simple steps. Like you said, you wouldn't start with Zen, you would start with reflecting on the upsets. Would you recommend someone like 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 is there a journaling activity they should do or Like, how do you kind of clear the clutter and kind of, you know, get where you are now? Maybe you've even been doing meditation. You think you're above all this stuff. How do you take an assessment, you know what I mean, and move forward?
1: Sure, sure. That's a good question. And journaling, in fact, is a great idea because, you know, when you say you are struggling,
0: there are different kinds
1: of struggling. Some people are simply uh, emotionally overwhelmed and don't know what to do. And, you know, that person thinks they're struggling. But all that's happening is they're not... Uh, you know, emotionally responding to the situation well. And if that's the case, sit down, you know, connect with your inner self and simply write down what the problem is. And sometimes, you know, you find out there are no big problems. You're simply reacting emotionally to the situation. Mm -hmm. So sitting down and writing down, you know, identifying what you think is the issue is. uh, That's a great first step. Mm -hmm. And also when situation happens, uh, a lot of people, you know, take that emotionally, but uh, all you need to do is come up with an action. And to do that, it's a logical thinking that is necessary. And, you know, writing things down, help you do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. It definitely helps take the emotion out of that. That's a great tip.
1: Yeah, exactly. Another thing is uh, when uh, entrepreneurs struggle, that normally involves financing. And one thing I like to say is the, um, when the fear for money, fear for losing money inside of you either goes away completely or minimized, that's when you start to have less money issue. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it sounds paradox, you know, mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. but that I, I am a believer that that's how the universe works. Why? Because we are here for spiritual growth. When there are challenging situation, uh, that's your weakness. For example, let's say um, you are not good at backhand uh, in tennis. And the only way to be good at that is to hit the backhand, you know, until you get good at it, right? Right. And then, then same thing for, okay, there was a woman uh, who is not good at saying no? As the result, she says yes to so many people almost too often, and being taken advantage of other people, she feels always stressed, and that cycle never ends until she learns how to say yes. Mm-hmm. I mean no. Mm-hmm. So uh, when that's the case, universe will find a way to bring somebody who pushes their way until you know she says no.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: when you overcome something, you don't need to have that learning anymore. Therefore, the challenges uh, stop coming. And that's exactly what happened to my life, too. I, one time I had a debt, too. My finances was not very good when I started the business. Uh, then, you know, first time when I had this finance, you know, fear for the finances, you know, I couldn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was you know feeling horrible. I had fear. Then I realized, oh, you know, this is the time to go back to Zen. <laughs> and then, you know, start, restarted this you know, practice of Zen because in my first year, I kind of broke all the good routines that I used to do. But instead, you know, right now, I start my day preparing my mind uh, and body. But in my first year, part of the pressure, you know, to feed the family, I wake up in the morning, I started working on the computer right away. hmm Uh, so by doing that, I was less productive and then lost, lost contact with my inner self. So when I had, you know, some financial situation, you know, I had fear and fear overwhelmed me, but then, you know, came back to this routine, get going, connect, you know, reconnected Mm -hmm. with my inner self. And then one time I had another financial situation, but that time, since I was connected with my inner self, I was fully confident that I can turn things around in just a few weeks. And I did. And mm-hmm. that was the last time I had, you know, another situation, like, you know, here, you know, I lost 50,000 another time. I lost another big time,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but that time I had no fear. So mm-hmm. it was not a problem for me. I simply dealt with the situation.
0: I think that's a really important, that's a really important point. And it's partially, it comes with I guess, the confidence of experience but also mm-hmm. like you say it's if you can be playful with things like money is such an important thing to a lot of people but right. if anybody if if <clears throat> most people in any situation if they could take the emotion out of it they could mm-hmm. think and again like you say almost like a game of chess or checkers yeah. or go or whatever they would be right. a, it would be a playful thing for them and so i think exactly. that's a big part of what you're saying when you take that fear mm-hmm. and anxiety you open your eyes to see more of what's possible and then you move freer. I mean, I did jujitsu for Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a number of years. And even in judo, when they throw you, you, you train to be relaxed when you fall and to go with it versus right. tense. You know, if you fall in a river exactly. and you try exactly. to swim out and you're fighting the river, <clears throat> you're more likely to drown than if you just go with the flow and just accept it as right. it is and go with it. So, so true. Yeah. Yep. Another
1: thing is that when they have um, you know uh, low balance in the bank account, uh, many uh, link that to their self image.
0: Mm. Mm. Yes, yes,
1: yeah. And yep. then when you have low self image, it's harder to you know have you know good results because yep. you know your self image is directly linked with what you you're gonna you know uh, uh,
0: get in mm-hmm. the real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so, so well said. It's much yeah. easier to be confident when you have a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account just sitting there, than if you right. only have ten, yeah,
1: right, yeah. yeah. So when you see all these tricks, you know, know, knowing how the mind works, you know, next time you your your balance is low or you lose, you know, fifty thousand dollars like me, you are able to uh, react uh, a lot smarter.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a great talk. You just reminded me of this great talk. Um, that I heard that I love so much and it, you know, it doesn't matter what your belief is, if you believe in God or Allah or whoever, but just as something to consider that if every night you went to sleep, you could dream 75 or a hundred years of life after a few months of this, in the beginning, you would have your perfect life. Every, it'd be paradise every night, right? You'd have all Mm. every, every everything you desired would be yours, right? And 7,500, right. whatever amount of time you want. Every night you sleep, you dream mm-hmm. any amount of time, you any length of life you want, and mm-hmm. you would enjoy this life. But after a few months or maybe even a few years of having 75 to 100 or maybe even 200 years of pleasure and all the things you want, you would want mm-hmm. something different. You would want
2: yeah. some adversity
0: and some challenge. You'd want some some conquest. you want to have a competition with some sort of enemy you'd want there to be some sort of adventure and challenge and at some point you would get more and more and more adventurous and at some point you would want to dream that Mm -hmm. you weren't dreaming you would want to dream that you didn't know you were dreaming and you still had Mm -hmm. the adventure and the challenges and the ups and the downs even though that you're going to wake up after it all and everything was going to be okay Right, and I think right. that that's a really powerful way to look at the world. And it kind of describes exactly what you're talking about by eliminating the fear, by, by mm-hmm. getting re-centered, by taking five minutes to focus and just get calm and, and look at it right. objectively to write it down, you know, your yeah. issue, remove the emotion, you know, take a look at it and just think about it, and have a routine to make that a habit because you're right. Like if everybody, if anybody listening to this, if there's something you have to do every day, say at, mm-hmm. <clears throat> say, for example, you know, Four o'clock every day where you work, you have to take the cash deposits you've made to the bank and, you know, and and put it into the bank account. But every time you go, you always deal with this one lady and she, you know, it's like hit or miss some days she's really rude to you or some, you know, it just Mm -hmm. that experience causes anxiety, What you'll find is even on your days off at that time Mm -hmm. of day, you will Mm -hmm. have anxiety out of the habit and the routine. I learned that when I first got into uh, boxing, I did some boxing and I found that I felt more energized at the time my boxing class usually was, even on days I didn't go to class. And so mm-hmm. I think that, that like you talk about by priming yourself every day, every right. morning, by by mm-hmm. making that, <clears throat> you can you know, you it's almost like creating a buffer, you know, so that way you will mm-hmm. feel more relaxed a certain time. No matter what's going on, you know, you've trained yourself to be more relaxed. And right, um, so true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In Japan we have a saying that, you know, men will have to face Seven Samurais, once they go out in the real world, what that means is the, uh, you know, uh, in the perfect world, there is no enemies. Mm. But in real world, when you go out, there are people who try to, you know, drag your feet or, you know, give you a hard time, you know, Mm. uh, in the real world, you know, politics and everything. But as long as your mind is ready for all the stuff, you know, all the challenges are there only to uh, help you grow. And we are all here to grow. Mm. So by adjusting your expectation, preparing your mind before the day begins is the key.
0: I think that's very well said. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the future trends that people can expect? There's a lot of technology. There's all sorts of apps coming out for phones and stuff and right. things that can regulate your 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 brain frequency. What do you see as the mm-hmm. future of this?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, like you mentioned, you know, we are amazing. We've been able to... Uh, Create a lot, and a lot of that came from somebody's imagination. So I think this is a really good time to just uh, realize the power of imagination, or in another words that I like is the inspiration. Because with one inspiration, or with just one knowing about who you are, or what you wanna do, or you know what business you wanna do, and then that can you know turn the entire aspect of your life, so that Mm. just change dramatic change of your life could happen in a split of a second Mm. once you have this inspiration or knowing. So when you know you know you have this kind of power then you know the most important thing that you're going to do is to how to best utilize this mechanism that that is installed in every one of us by God.
2: Mm. 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 Mm.
1: Mm. By tapping into this infinite intelligence uh, you know, our possibilities are limitless.
0: Mm. That's very comforting to hear. You know, yeah, yeah. For the yeah. listeners, like, no matter what you're going through, no matter what mm-hmm. you're worried about, or no, no matter what you're anxious of, you know, in five thousand years, it's probably not going to matter. And so, right. right now, you know, try to just step back, be focused, think about it, get your mindset right, and right. move forward. Now. Are there certain life priorities that people you think should have as well? Like,
1: oh, I would say
0: uh, your
1: priority is more important than anybody else's priority. Mm. Because you when know, I see uh, so many people, even uh, in this country, you know, uh, people in their thirties or forties still uh, being somehow controlled by their parents mm. or by somebody else or do not make an important decision without, you know, getting their quiet approval from somebody else, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when your heart, soul knows what you will be happy with. So what most important thing is to know what you want to do. And second thing is to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very simple. Right,
0: right, right. (laughs) (laughs) it can often be more harder uh more easier said than done but you can't live your life for somebody else because at the end of the day you know it's like i think it's like a lesson a lot of people learn as children you know your friends are your friends but they're not going to pay your rent they're not going to pay your food bills you know they're not going to go to work for you so you have to try to be interdependent you have to be your own person but still you know still be available because we all need companionship as well
1: right right at the same time what's interesting is uh when you do what you have passion for, or when you do uh, what you're gonna do by listening to your heart, and that's going to serve well with people around you too. For example, let's say this is a kind of a typical case. But you know, this man wants to start a own business. And you know, sometimes it's a woman, so it doesn't matter. But so let's say this man wants to start a business, and his wife says, "Oh, that's too risky. Don't do that." And he's in this, you know, dilemma. He wants to do it, but you know, he doesn't want to uh, upset, you know, his wife either. And if. He, his soul wants to start his own business, he should do that. And by doing that, uh, what happens so often is okay, you know, the reason his wife, you know, didn't support the idea of, you know, for him starting his own business is either she has some fear, she has some trauma, or she didn't believe in him, or, you know, she married only uh, for the uh, stability uh, as the, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, employee. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of that stuff, you know, come up. And let's say, Uh, one time, you know, this uh, wife was kind of like a controlling wife. And by him following his heart and starting his own business and being successful, then she realized, even though she objected to the idea in the beginning, but, you know, seeing him success, she realized, Oh, you know, to uh, support somebody's dream can be a beautiful thing. So Mm. even though she initially objected to the idea, uh, she learned something and spiritually uh, had a growth by letting go of the uh, control from her. So a lot of times when you listen to your heart, you know, it works with everybody around you too.
0: Mm. It's so well said. I've
1: seen hundreds of cases like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just more if you only have one life, so you have to chase your dreams and, and do what fulfills you because right. you can waste your life. You can still fail doing things you don't like.
1: Right. So true.
0: There's a, a list that I love. I posted every so often on social media. My, my dad, my step adopted dad, the father I knew most of my life, he cut it out of the newspaper one day and it made such an impact on me. And it's so short that I mm-hmm. took a photo of it and I just, I review it. I would say at mm-hmm. least once a month and it's the top regrets of the dying. And it's a short list that they surveyed the nurses in palliative care and palliative care is kind of where you go when they, you know, when they know you're going to pass and that's where you go to be comfortable before Mm. you move on. And so after surveying these nurses who have worked, you know, collectively hundreds of years in that Mm -hmm. department, they came up with five things, five regrets people have before they move on. Oh, I remember that. And the first one is, I wish I had the courage to live, live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me what you were just talking about the next one is i wish i hadn't worked so hard
2: Mm -hmm. the next one is
0: i wish i had the courage to express my feelings
1: yeah number four
0: is i wish i had stayed in touch with my friends and the last one is i wish i had let myself be happier Aha! Uh-huh. And I think that everything we've talked about on our call today addresses mm-hmm. all five of those things about. I think so. Being in tune with yourself, listening to your heart's desires, shutting out the outside world so you can get in tune with what you're—you know—like intuition is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how yes. we've survived. You know, yes. when a rabbit is in the forest and a bear comes mm-hmm. along it doesn't second guess its instinct to run away right it's not like it's probably a friendly bear i'm just being silly <laughs> it never has that conversation but humans do it all the time they have an instinct about something and they get yes. they they just overthink it but if you just get right. quiet i mean that's a lot of that is kind of zen essence is learning how to shut out the outside world and listen to yourself and let your own life guide you even if you make mistakes you have to build that confidence in yourself and not, you know and you won't always make you might you never know if it's a mistake or not because right. you can't see eight moves later. You can't see what happens 12 months later because of the action you took before. So you really right. just have to trust yourself and move forward. And I think that this was an amazing call to talk about all that stuff. Um, I really appreciate our conversations, Kaz. I, I want to come and see you at some point and just hang out. Cause I just think you're sure. such a cool guy.
1: Definitely do that. <laughs> I haven't seen, you know, you talked, but we haven't seen each other for a long time. So I, let's definitely do that.
0: I know. I know. So for anyone listening to this, if they really resonate with this and they want some more training or regular reminders to help them to bring this stuff into their life and make it a daily practice for themselves and to really master that and get more control and reduce the overwhelm and frustration and just enjoy the journey a bit more, that's Kaz, K-A-Z dot com. Go check it out. Sign up there. Kaz, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you?
1: No, I think you cover a lot.
0: Yeah, this was a fantastic call. It's always a blessing. It's always a privilege. It's always enjoyable every time we talk. And thank you for coming and sharing with my audience, my listeners. Again, I know you have your own. I know you've got thousands of people, tens of thousands of people following you all over the world. And I just really appreciate you coming and sharing with us because I hope that my listeners took notes and are considering this. And even if they already think they're on it, maybe take a second look to go, are you doing it as well as you could or should? You can always improve. And if you need any help, go check out kaziso.com.
1: All right, great. Thank you for having me here, Uh, Daryl. This is uh, another great, pleasant time.
0: You've reached the end of our interview. Now, first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second,